In a world run by mad men, expect to see some mad women. From bodily autonomy to parenting dynamics to workplace standards, women everywhere are fed up. If you're one of them, you've come to the right place because we're about to set that kitchen they put us in on fire. Die mad about it. die mad about it it's a show where we tell doug to fuck off and he well dies mad about it we're your host brooke aka the truthful g and i'm with amy the president of we mad and this episode was supposed to be a discussion centering around white women's shitty behavior but we actually have a couple of special guests coming on for a future episode on that topic so today we're just going to discuss some really neat things our lawmakers have been up to uh this past week so i'm not sure if you heard about this, Amy, but the House of Representatives in Missouri recently passed a vote initiated by Ann Kelly, a woman, 105 vote to 51, revolving around women's dress code, and women are now required to cover up all their sexy arms. It's so sexy. You know, I think it has to do with hair <laughs> and how much they actually really like it more than they're letting on. No, I just, yeah. I, you know, what's amazing to me is how much they have tried to put a woman as the forefront of making this announcement on purpose. And this is what Republicans are so good at is they'll find the one person that agrees with them. That's in a minority group, just like they will, you know, come up with, we're not racist and then shove some person of color in front that has similar views to conservative Republican politics. It's absolutely absurd. Yeah. Gives me Herschel Walker, Clarence Thomas, Marjorie Taylor, Green, and Lauren Boebert vibes. (laughs) No, it reminds me of like, priority issues okay because like I dress code has always been a very triggering thing for me because I remember growing up in the midwest and you would get sent to the office for like the slightest infraction of dress code as a girl and we had this rule where you're like it had to be close to your knees and you had to be able to put your hands like this and so when I see shit like this or when anybody says anything to the kids at the schools now like what you couldn't enforce a fucking mask but you can enforce us skirts so I don't know. It gives me mad handmade tail vibes. And, Absolutely. Uh, Especially when we're dealing with grown women. It kills me when it's dealing with children. They always focus on girls' dress codes. You can see the boy dress codes are slim. There's probably two or three rules. You know, don't come in with no shirt on and you got to wear shoes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's the side of the boys' dress code. For girls, the list goes on and on and on. Short skirts, no tights, no tank tops. No, you know, and these are all because of the adult men that are in the classrooms as well as the children, but I'd say more so the adult staff. Um, and you know what? It's the, the responsibility of them to be held accountable and not to stunt these children because they're just kids. They just are wearing clothing. They're not even of that mindset, especially up to a certain age. They're just being themselves. And so when we start yeah. to do that, not only that, but then it goes beyond and they start humiliating. Um, so, you know, you're looking at teenagers that are going into school. There's already a lot of pressure on teenagers. They have a ton of hormones that they don't know what to do with. They're trying to navigate the world. They're already told by, you know, the numbers that girls are second-class citizens to boys. And so they show up in something they think is appropriate, and they are being pulled into the pr- principal's office. It's being a big scene. They're pulled out of class. Then next thing you know, they're told to throw on a giant shirt that happens to be in a lost and found. I've heard this time and time again. Or some basketball yeah. shorts that were found in a lost and found. It's humiliating. It's humiliating. And it just yeah. continues to drag girls and women down until they come out as adults. And like you, they, they have this PTSD from these experiences that they had back in high school. It's absurd. 
like what you're saying <clears throat> sorry i've had my coffee this morning i'm choking on some things over here <laughs> choking on all these white men idiot white men um <clears throat> no what it what it tells me uh because you and i were talking a little bit before the episode started about how i used to be a conservative and that kind of a little bit is where it starts that sort of I can't do things that men can do. I am less than, I mean, what you just said, women being treated as second-class citizens, and then they get into that mindset. And as they grow up, uh, what that tells them is don't speak up, don't say anything, you know, stay quiet, stay little. And that's totally the opposite of what I teach my daughter. And so when I see stuff like this, I'm like, how in 2023 and they want to say it the lawmaker who made this bill she made it very clear she's like well you would think that women who are in politics could be told to dress appropriately but apparently they can't she's coming at at an angle of professionalism less so like oh skin is showing and more so like oh we are lawmakers but i just feel like did this need to happen no i i don't know it was never inappropriate it was never inappropriate the women that went up to speak against her said, I have a $1,700 suit I just purchased that I can't wear now. Tell me that's not business appropriate. It's a yeah. $1,700 suit because a forearm is showing. That shows me more that men have no control over themselves. And that's the issue because this is not a business professionalism issue. And if, yeah. I, you know, two people I brought this up to and they said, well, the men are required to cover their arms. For one, I've seen men that are not covering their arms. And for two, in the house, if men are required to cover their arms, then they should also be required to wear skirts, Right. Yeah. Let's just make it even. You can't say, well, men are because men are not the standard to which women need to uphold themselves to. <laughs> no, absolutely not. And then there's like priority issues. Like, why is this your main priority is covering up of arms? Or like in South Dakota, we had a lawmaker recently that wants to ban drag shows. So let me get this straight. We don't want to focus on AK-47s and school shootings. We don't want to focus on like the economic crisis. We don't want to focus on like, you know, minority issues like the atrocities that happen out at the reservations. We're going to focus on drag shows. There was a video on TikTok you probably saw, and this one was ranting and raving, respectfully and rightfully so, about how she's never been assaulted at a drag show, but she's assaulted, been assaulted twice in a church. And so, oh, I'm friends like, with her. We're mutuals on TikTok. She's fantastic. oh my god, she's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I should I, see if, if we could get her to come on here and talk to us too, because that, that would be, be a great conversation. I would absolutely. But you're absolutely love right. That. There are so many other issues. I, I I swear that when anyone brings up a stupid issue that has nothing to do with the people, politics was supposed to be about the people, and instead we've made this some sort of bitch fest where I'm going to come up with the dumbest ideas of things I think should be laws. Um, You know, it's moving into your next point here in a second, but it's such a waste of time that they need to throw all of them away, throw them all out, start all over, you know? It's a thing where it's less so in the interest of the American people. AOC talks about it, actually. Oh, yeah. More so, they're just trying to keep their friends happy. It's a popularity contest. Yeah. And then, and you saw that, I went to jail. (laughs) I think we've talked about that a couple times, but you saw that in the jail too, where it was like, uh, and even when I worked, you know, even when I was doing stuff with the Democratic Party this last round for the gubernatorial um, elections, like these people are making life-changing decisions for other people that are affected on down the line, and they're not even thinking about it at the top level, and it's disgusting because that's like a violation against humanity. Right. We're such a joke. I mean, what a laughing stock of a country that is supposed to have it together and be the place to be and how we've shown our ass um, to other countries that are doing an amazing job where the politics and the politicians are 
they're more so for the people. I'm not saying all politicians aren't corrupt at some level or, or not because there's money and power involved. And so as a human being, I think there are very few people out there that cannot be uh, you know, a victim to following the money or the power, unfortunately. But to find yeah. those genuine people in politics, I mean, look at the countries that have free universal health care, free university, and U.S. is over here in debt, hoping they don't default, can't seem to figure out how to help people, but are really concerned with forearms showing in the house. <laughs> it's true. We're one of the last nations without any maternity leave. It's like us in some remote village or something like right. that is what I read. So <laughs> no, um, you know, and that can be rooted back to, well, colonialism. And speaking of colonialism, uh, I don't know if you got a chance to look up this guy, Eric Murphy, anyone at home, please, please Google Eric Murphy in North Dakota. You will not be sorry. Uh, it's giving the guy from who is the evil dude in Ghostbusters? The evil <sighs> white dude? Well, anyways, this guy looks like that. I'm telling yeah. you, it's Pilgrim's on steroids over here. <laughs> this is like your great, great, great grandpa. <laughs> in North Dakota, Republican candidate Eric Murphy was accused and cleared of sexual harassment and since introduced a bill, House Bill 1256, which would make it a Class C felony. Now, for anybody who isn't familiar with jail, that's five years in prison, okay, and a $10,000 fine. Like, that's mid-grade felony. It's pretty bad to falsely report sexual harassment. And since women clearly aren't believed as it is, that should go exactly as he intends it to. Right. I mean, you know, who's going who's gonna to report somebody now? Because uh, it's my understanding, like, one of his campaign officials reported him or something. And sure, That's the hope. Be- That's the hope. Such yeah. a small percentage are false, falsely reported for some sort of vendetta. And it's so rare. As much as men want to say, well, you know, the whole Me Too thing. And now I'm scared. I can't even touch a woman. It's like, nobody wanted you to touch them in the first place. So well, don't, go weird. touch men. <laughs> the statistics alone is like, it's funny how we have all these women claiming they've been raped, but no men are admitting that they're rapists. Like, yeah, apparently mass. so many women have been raped, but yeah, there are no rapists. Uh, apparently there's none. So, and what happens if all the men that actually do get off that are guilty, which happens time and time again, what all of a sudden now she gets, uh, you know, the scarlet letter because she falsely accused, even though she was telling her truth and was not believed. I mean, how are they gonna yeah. handle all of those cases? And that's almost worse than what an actual rapist gets when they're busted yeah. for rape. Yeah, that is, that's absolutely. I mean, class C, that's mid-grade because there's like, there's, you know, A would be your beginning one. I don't know, in South Dakota, we do numbers. So I don't know what they're doing out there in North Dakota, I guess, but that is uh, a higher felony than you'd get for like a burglary, um, an assault. Um, yeah, I mean, it's extreme, it's extreme. We even had a law- lawmaker out here in my hometown that was wanting to make it so women couldn't file divorce unless they could prove domestic battery. And that's Which is impossible to fucking prove. Here's that's pictures crazy. of bruises, bleeding, I've been to the hospital, you can do everything and these women are never believed. It's true, you could, like a man could smack a woman right in front of another man and be like, well, what is she wearing or some stupid shit? They would find oh, no, a way to get yeah. off. What, what did she do to deserve that? That's all yeah. it is. Yeah. So, I mean, so far this law has only been introduced. I can't see where anything has been passed or anything, but just the fact that it exists, like the Missouri thing, oh, it's just very, all it's going to do is it's just going to discourage more women. I personally have gone through that. Perhaps you have too of reporting something. And then all that happened is, I mean, that's the trend. You report it. 
And then you often, they even say it statistically and like lawyers of victims will tell you that court systems that oftentimes yeah. the victim is re-victimized. Well, exactly. And, and so, humiliated in public. So then you're yeah. having to retell your story. You have to relive your experience. You have to then tell a bunch of other people that are judging you literally. Yeah. I mean, Brene Brown, I don't know if you listen to her. She talks a lot about shame, but this is a situation where shame is used to control women, like the Missouri thing with the dress code. And you were talking about the girls putting on a t-shirt, shame to embarrass and manipulate and control. And then this, again, with the reporting of something that probably happened to you is shame and embarrassment, manipulation and control. And that goes back to the travesty that is our lawmakers not looking out for its citizens, in this case being women. Right. It's all it's all right in front of us. And it's happening every single day. Well, my friend last night, she was like, she texted me. She's like, do you hear about what's going on with George Soros? Who's our next topic of conversation? And and she's like, did you see he has ties with like Russian oligarchs and stuff like she's like, can you believe this? And he's in Congress. And I said, I can't believe that we almost had our entire government overthrown by one individual in a day. And he's still walking around free. I can't believe that Roe v. Wade got overturned any of this yeah. shit I, I can't believe any of this shit half the time i have to pare it down because it becomes so broad of all the collective things that are happening to target women specifically and then you go just to a small level and you're like in social media accounts and you've got all these little fucking white dudes saying well, what we're better than women anyway and then i just heard um akon doing this speech no it was four men sitting around akon was one of them and he was sitting there this is kind of unrelated but it just pissed me off no it's okay akon's <laughs> kind of a sexist i believe he's a hundred percent a sexist and i used yeah. to love him he was sitting on a couch don't give fucking men microphones unfortunately these four had microphones <laughs> oh and he God. went on this whole spiel about how men don't need women men are the kings women are second-class citizens and men if he this is what he said men could have babies without women they could just he said he could put his sperm away somewhere and in nine months there would be a baby quote unquote i'm not even kidding you I mean, let him try it. <laughs> Honestly, could all the men just do that? Fuck off. <laughs> Go, Go put, put your sperm, your sperm somewhere in a jar. <laughs> just, leave just leave it alone. You want baby so bad? Just leave your sperm. Akon said so. And he's a Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, drugs are bad. And <laughs> a Kanye knows, Akon knows. Oh, yeah, Kanye knows. <laughs> Andrew Tate knows. Oh just yeah! Don't do, oh, Andrew Tate. Oh, you know, oh, let's just take a moment of silence for him. I think he's no. really learned about the meaning of consent since being in jail. I'm pretty sure. People are still coming to. It's. I mean, I'm telling oh, yeah. you, they will believe anything. I thought anything. the Trump ones were bad. Holy shit, the Andrew Tate ones are worse. And yeah. I don't know how or why, but somehow he found a way to make them worse. Yeah. All his little Joe Rogans just, yes, sir, yes. <laughs> They'll believe anything that he says. Like they really believe that he's out and he's the king. It's truly terrifying. And luckily, it's just like a small, you know, minority of them. It's not like the masses or anything. Like the majority of men are like, no, that guy sucks. But there's still too many of them that are like, too no, many. that guy is the shit. That's concerning. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's mostly because they just want to be that. They want to have money and power and be able to say whatever they want and everyone believe them. And 
you know, he constantly has to talk about his cars and Bugattis. But the problem is, is the other stuff that's, you know, seeping in through osmosis is the shit he's saying about girls because he never seems to be able to use the word women and girls are stupid and girls are lazy. And these things are being said over and over and over and over. And so it's kind of, you know, brainwashing, I would say, to be honest with you. If you listen to something long enough, yeah, you, know, you start to think it. It's easy to um, brainwash the ignorant, unfortunately. Yeah, and there's way too many of them. <laughs> there's way too many. <laughs> not everybody can be a doctor, not everybody can be a lawyer. It makes the world go round with a few dummies, I suppose. Or what gives us something to talk in. about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or that too. <laughs> and you'll be happy go lucky the whole time, right? I, absolutely. Yeah, the world's <laughs> Look at the pendulum around us. Okay, what am on. I going to do about it? Well, that's just well, it. cool. <laughs> Well, that's our show. Join us next time uh, when we will have a couple of special guests. Um, I'm not going to name them yet because a week is a long time away, but I'm hopeful that everything will come together as it usually does on our podcast. Um, And we're going to discuss white women's behaviors, why they vote the way they vote, and hopefully help some people at home understand um, why white women are crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That's our show. We'll see you next time. And remember, Doug, women don't owe you shit. Thanks for listening, Doug. Die mad about it.